When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. I am not Fergus Craig. Fergus Craig is on baby duty this week, so I'm Paul Doolan and joined on the phone by Dave Watson. Hello, Dave. Hello, mate. I am also not Fergus Craig. It's good to establish neither of us are him. Let's just distance ourselves from him. Yeah, and his comments, which if you've not seen them in the press yet, we cannot distance ourselves further enough from... (laughs) Let's just make a quick <laughs> announcement before we get into everything. The Newcastle Natter is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Bet £5, get £20. If you deposit £5, Ladbrokes will add another £20 to your account. You can get this offer by following the link at bet.newcastlepodcast.com. Well, I'm no Fergus Craig when it comes to voiceover. I think we can all agree there. But then I he was you, the voice yeah, of Music Magpie, so... Yeah, and um, isn't he... Isn't he like Findus or something, or Bird's Eye or he's something? He's currently on TV at the moment, over here, in the Bird's Eye adverts, doing... He's like playing a news anchor in them. Yeah. Which is... Very strange. Yeah. Right. Let's move on to the inevitable, the defeat at the weekend against Huddersfield. Did you see the game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think any of us saw it coming, although it's one of those, in hindsight, I don't know where our optimism came from. Battle. <laughs> wow, no th- basis for it. I think from the Spurs game before it, there were reasons to be optimistic. We looked pretty much comfortable against Spurs until the sending off. So you sort of thought, and Marino's, Marino's looked good in pre-season mm. and his cameo against Spurs. So we kind of thought we might not miss Shelby. I think in retrospect, that was probably a bit naive. Yeah. And I think it was also... Um, for all Gale had an opportunity in the Spurs game or like a couple of opportunities, I think we were, I certainly was expecting him to improve on that. And I, I yeah. don't think he, don't think he did. Atsu had a poor game. Yeah. Um, didn't play well at all. Despite, you know, even though he was like arguably man of the match against Spurs, um, he had a, you know, a poor game on his part. What I was surprised at is, uh, 
like again, Mitrovic was like he wasn't in. Like I, I was expecting him to feature more. Um, I was expecting him to. Uh, to be honest, I wouldn't have. I don't know. Maybe maybe given him like uh, maybe given him a start. Given uh, thing like um, Gale still coming back from yeah from injury. I think and Gale coming off after fifty two minutes suggests he's definitely not fit. So I'm surprised we've not seen more of Mitrovic. And to put mm. Hosselu in instead, who's been training with the team for half a week, I don't know if that yeah. shows a lot of faith in Hosselu or a complete lack of faith in Mitrovic. I've kind of been against Mitrovic a bit more than you, but I do think at the moment the way we're playing is a lot of long balls. It seems mad I... not to have him. We seem more dangerous down the wings. With Gale, we're well, having... The only way to get goals with Gale in the Premier League is sort of perfect through balls we've not got a number 10 that can really do anything creative or we're not playing one that can so I'm not sure no, we what ha- we're expecting or how we're expecting to score and we haven't got well currently we don't have Shelby to thread yeah. the, the you know the, the ball like drop the ball in between the the centre halves and like frankly I don't think I don't think Huddersfield were, were very good it was a poor game it, was, it felt like know, a championship game yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't think um, anybody would be anybody would be surprised to hear that. I just, I just didn't. I don't know. Like, it's not, it's not a game that's going to live long in the memory. And I also think that it's not a game that's going to have a massive impact on our season. Um, I think we've got we've got so long left uh, in the season that um, these first two fixtures, one was. Disappointing for um, because of Shelby's idiocy and the two injuries, and this one was disappointing on a performance level. Like this was a yeah. this was a bad performance rather than a bad, you know. Like uh, I don't know. Uh, we I, do seem uh, unable to pass, and I don't know, quite flaky yeah. when it comes to confidence. If we can suddenly yeah, we become yeah. that poor, the shades of how we were under Steve McLaren after the first few unlucky games suddenly mm. just looked bereft. But I don't know. I I, mean, I I had a hunch you'd be quite positive about this, so I'm not that surprised. I think there's a lot of sort of needless doom-mongering at the moment, but clearly oh, yeah. everything's not right. and we. I, it's hard to see where goals are going to come from, but for me, that's not so much about Gale. It's more that Perez is our first choice, number 10. And against Huddersfield, mm. he had a 63% pass percentage. And that's... Okay. He's just not a creative outlet. I think the only one we have, I'll surprise you to hear, is CM De Jong, but I can't see him getting a game. <laughs> no, 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 neither can I. I don't think. I don't think that the players that we've got are like available to us at the minute. I don't think they're fit for purpose for the style of football Benitez wants to play. Do you think so they're fit to... for the formation that he's trying to play? Um, not really. I think because because we don't have uh, like because Perez isn't a number ten yet is being picked in the number ten position, and because Shelby's not available, then that makes our wing play and forward play. I don't know. Like, it's a moot point. Yeah. It doesn't matter like how hard Dwight Gale runs the channels. It doesn't matter how how much space um, Atu and Murphy or Atu and Richie or whoever. How much, like, how often they beat their man or whatever, because they're not being found by 
um, Shelby or Perez because Shelby's not available. Mm. So the balls aren't going into dangerous areas behind the, like, you know, that pass where it's, it's a diagonal pass between the fullback and the centre half into the space for the winger to run into. We don't have the, the player who can find that gap. Now, sometimes it's Shelby with a long, you know, 40, 50 yard ball yeah. into that space because he's got the ability to do that. And sometimes it's a quick round the corner pass from the number 10. Well, Perez doesn't do it. I'm surprised we haven't seen De Jong. Well, yeah, because he. I mean, only briefly, but was it Hearts we played against in pre-season where he, him and Gale were actually linking up? I fancy him to create more than Modi Arme or Perez, but I wonder if we're not yeah. just playing him because of the likelihood he'll get injured. I think if he's not sold, then we'll see him play. But I think they they could just be waiting to see what sort of offers come in for him. Mm. I, I can't imagine that they're going to be... It's so the, one of the big uh, news reports just to briefly move away from the, the match itself. Because to be honest, there was that chance that Perez missed, and there's um, a good Richie that, shot that they saved. Yeah, there was a couple of good saves, but there's not a lot of detail in the game because it was this poor by both teams, in my opinion. Yeah, um, like you said, it looked like a championship game. The, the officiating wasn't great. Uh, there were a couple of um, like the um, the challenge on Mbemba. I well, saw so he got kicked in the head. Yeah, um, that that was a bit. This is an interesting one I read in the Premier League. I saw somebody tweeting about this earlier. We've not had an opposition player sent off. I think it was in the last ninety three games. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. Seems I, I think I retweeted. Mad. I think I retweeted that. Um, there was also the same guy did a. Um, did a uh, like a table of the 15-16 season where we would have been had we not had the incorrect sendings off and had we the correct um, like goals that should have stood. Mm, I remember that doing the rounds at the time. I mean, they're always tricky. Yeah. Those things you can never you can never really say what would have happened without a sending off necessarily. No, and and also who's to say? That, so one of the one of the examples was Czech Tiote's goal against Man City. Mm. I mean, who's to say that um, like if if that had gone in, Man City did, don't go on to you know batter us even more? You know, like yeah. we we don't know, we don't know. So it's a silly thing, but it it does show that we have been unfortunate with with decisions in the past. And yesterday, well, on. And the game against Spurs, I don't think the officials got much wrong, but yeah. um, I think I think it's one of those where sometimes, like some referees, might have just given Shelby a Shelby a, um, a yellow card and a warning and a "Don't do that, you stupid boy." And other other refs would have said, "No, you're off." It feels no. a bit ridiculous to complain about refs this season after how dog shit they were last season in the championship. <laughs> like we've not come up against anything nearly as bad as that. So we can't really berate the refereeing that much. No, 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 I agree. Um, so uh, so moving away from uh, the, the challenge on Bemba and... Before we move um, away to that, Dave, we oh, have yeah? to move away quickly first to an ad break. So it's kind of oh. pretty much a cliffhanger. So uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. come back, find out exactly where Dave is moving away to after these messages.
The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome back to the Newcastle Natter. Dave, after that cliffhanger, where are we going? Um, so I was moving away from the, the, the actual, the, the negatives that I was taking out of, taking away from the game, the, the performance of key players like Atsu. Richie didn't have a great game. He was okay, but he, he, he wasn't great. Marino looked like absolutely like a guy who didn't expect to start any games at the beginning of the season as a late addition to the, uh, a late addition to the squad and, um, not, a like, a you know, he, he, he looked not, like he someone ready. who hadn't played with those players a lot, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's see, what I was trying From to all accounts, at. he seemed to grow into the game. I think it's, obviously, it's too soon to write him off. It's a shame Shelby's stamp has sort of put him in that position and yeah, undermined the, the team in the more, in the easier games. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he's going to, because it, after this first loss, I said... Um, this team are going to come up against easier, um, like easier opposition. They're not going to have to face Harry Kane and Deli Ali all the time. There's an argument to be made that coming up against um, Huddersfield, like now is not a great time to play Huddersfield yeah. because because of their um, the the way that they played, like the high intensity, the the so-called gay compressing, you know, the, that that style of football that's very much clock, very much. Well, it's oddly exactly the same as last season in the Championship. Our second game, after a disappointing first game loss, Huddersfield away, yeah. and we lose that as well. Yeah. But they so will, the way they the play, league. they will fall away at the end of the season, or the yeah. middle of the season. I mean, so that's, that's one thing. I mean, you've seen on Twitter and, um, and in the press and stuff like that that there's a, there's a crisis at Newcastle, and um, we're, you know, we're in real danger because we're in the, you know, we're... we're at the bottom of the table. Well, a couple of things. Two games played, so chilli beans. <laughs> yeah, if the season ends down. now, we're not relegated, so I'd, I'd take that. <laughs> yeah. we, we haven't scored a goal and we're not in the bottom four, uh, bottom three. Yeah. So let's let's just take stock. Yes, it's been disappointing, frustrating. The transfers have been underwhelming at best. Um, I think, yeah, I think Lejeune... The other thing to remember is... I don't think Rob Elliott will be our first choice keeper. And no? Our, well, I think we will sign a keeper. Or Benitez wants to anyway. The other, uh, Lejeune, our first choice centre-back. Shelby, our first yeah. choice midfielder. Kind of missing a spine of the team. And a striker yeah. who's not and, fully and fit. And Gale's not 100% fit. So. Yeah. So there uh, are, there are extenuating think... circumstances. We don't have the quality of depth to have that many problems and dominate teams. And it was an even game. It could have gone either way. I think a draw probably would have been a fair result, but it was just one mm. moment from Moy. Yeah. I, I don't think Elliot was overwhelmed to... at all. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think that we've got... I don't think that we've got issues as big, like on the pitch. I don't think our issues on the pitch are as big as people are making out. No. I think we will... Improve as the, the season goes on. I mean, we saw it. Uh, we saw it even even in the um, even in the championship after the first couple of games. It was um, it was really disappointing. And people like people were overreacting and saying like, "Oh, we'll never go up. <laughs> this team we'll is never going to go up and, and go down again." Yeah, 
it, it was it's just too much like could everybody just calm down the frustrating um, thing is we clearly need a premier league quality striker and i don't know why that's not obvious at boardroom well, I, level i think the the bigger problem isn't the isn't the finisher of like the person tasked with finishing the move it's the person tasked with starting the move that's what we're like because although shelby looked amazing like too good for the championship I, there's huge question marks over his um over his uh temperament there's huge questions over his actual ability to to make the step up which is why we've been linked with a guy called dennis prate is um, he more of a number 10 though he's the one from he's at italy isn't he, he used to be at uh where did we get mitrovic from andalect yeah so yes he is more of a number 10 but then if you've got um if you've got a number 10 who's creative which is you know we were talking about de jong before if you've got a number 10 that's creative like prate is supposed to be or i don't know how you pronounce his name but p r a e t if if we've yeah, got that we go guy great. then it's then it's the guy that like we can have shelby in the team or if his if if marino proves to be um a better you know, a better central midfielder. So he's adding more to the game than Shelby does because basically Shelby's there for the Hollywood passes and the vision and the set pieces and stuff. He, but I would say he, Shelby's shown he can do it in the Premier League. He's not shown he can do it consistently. But if you look at when we first signed him, that first game against West Ham, he was just pinging sort of 30-yard diagonals all over the park straight to like runner's feet. He can do it. But yeah, I do agree. We don't have many of those. And I think that's that's what we're. It's the it's the starter. It's not the finisher because I, th- I honestly think that in in Gale you've got somebody who, if you make two or three chances, he'll put away one. Um, if you make well, probably if you make six or seven chances, he's going to put away one in the Premier League because mm. there'll be. Then they're not going to be. He's not going to get as many clear cut chances as he did in the the championship. I mean, I don't know if you saw the video of him, like all Kale's goals from the championship. It was just tapping after tapping yeah. after tapping. I mean, don't get me wrong. You've got to be in the right position to to get that opportunity. And but we're never that space. dominant at this level to get those sort of tap ins. You look at our Premier League goals for the last however many seasons. It's all sort of counter attack for four yeah. players running against two. And I think if you've if you've got like um, if you if you look at the teams that we're going to come up against, um, so the weaker teams in the Premier League, like like Huddersfield, yeah. Huddersfield are a hard pressing team, and they're more akin to I'm trying to think of a team that, that that has been up there like that. There's not really one that there's not one that's been promoted that plays like Huddersfield because Huddersfield play like. I don't know. They're, they're closer to like Spurs and and Liverpool, except with like much much worse players. Yeah. Um, but the same but work if you rate. Look at, yeah. If you look at Brighton, Brighton play like we do, pragmatic, direct. Um, they, they they're relying on being hard to beat and taking like being efficient up front, which is how Burnley play. Bournemouth play some decent football, but it's predicated on a solid defence and hard-working midfield. That's Less the thing. That I the sort of think we're, we're basically playing a bit like a Tony Poulis side 
And I kind of wish we'd just go the whole hog and at least stick someone big up front and admit that's what we're doing. See, I, I think that when we're not winning, that's how it looks. But to be honest, once we've got the, the first choice defence and the first choice midfield and a fully fit attack, you'll see that we, we play we play like possession football in our own uh, in our own half. As soon as we cross that halfway line, though, the, the 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 responsibility falls on the strikers to move into the channels and mm. to stretch the, the pull the defenders out of position. Um, and it, and the like the the two wingers, they're very much um, to get to the byline and put in a cross, but from not like a, a high cross for a headed finish, but get to the byline, 90 degree turn and like fire it across low and hard to to find the runners from midfield, like the number, like the deep line number 10, the, the, the runners from like, um, it should be like Hayden should be on the edge of the box. Colback was often on the end of the box, on the edge of the box, running in after and Gale should be somewhere in the centre trying to find space. So that's, that's how we'll set up solid at the back and then a lot of pace on the flank so we're, we're, we're more we're more a counter-attack side whereas yeah. Pulis and um, like Mark Hughes's team at the minute even though they're trying to get a, they were trying to get away from that it looks like they've gone back to it um, you look you look around the, the, the like Burnley Burnley play very direct and solid at the back so, my worry though if you are that kind of counter-attacking team you sort of need a more complete striker than Dwight Gale. Yes. You need to be a I bit more physical. I think that's why we brought in... I think that's why Hossel, who's... Yeah. So yeah. How do you he think was he both... was on his debut? Because I only saw sort of the last 25 minutes of this game. Annoyingly. Mm, it's, it's difficult to really judge him on one game. He looked busy, it could be the, I would say. He, yeah, he looked, he looked busy. He looked quite easy to push off the ball for me. I think I don't think he looked very physical, and like you're saying, I think we needed a more complete striker. Um, I think um, with a better, a more, a more clever, a sharper number ten, and with more control of the football, I think he he could be better. But I I don't remember having him having a, ch- a chance. Okay, so bearing in mind the problem that seems to keep coming up is we don't really have that number 10 why do yeah. we keep playing a formation where almost the most important position for getting anything is that number 10 role well the the formation that we tend to play the 4231 it gives you a very very solid um organized structured backline so you're effectively playing with um especially the way it seems that um uh Benitez wants to play is the right-sided, uh, the right-sided fullback is almost like a wing-back and is expected to contribute a lot to the attack. And I think he'd like to do that on both flanks. Yeah. So you'd effectively be playing with two centre halves, two wing-backs, two deep-lying midfielders. One of which is, you know, set out to, to be that um, that destructive force that Hayden is. And then you've got two forwards ahead of them, like two wide forwards. And one central striker, and the number ten is is there to be that link. Um, I don't think you can play that formation with two up front, 
because the gap between the strike force and the the midfield is too great with them being like deep lying, and also the the when the one part of like one of the better things is if you've got one striker who's occupying both centre halves, then yeah, but Dave, England England didn't win the World Cup with one up front. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm going full I'm, talk I'm, sport I'm, caller now. I mean, I'm seeing people talk about a four-four-two, and I think if if we had um, a central defensive midfielder who was better than Hayden, and don't get me wrong, I think Hayden's a cracking young player, and I think he's got a decent career ahead of him. I just don't think it's he's not there yet, but he's only 21, 22, so I'm not going to have a go at him. If he had somebody who could. Remember when Chexiote would could receive the ball under pressure? Yeah. Or rather, he could take the ball off somebody, have them be pressuring him, and still find another man. Um, he had the strength and the, the, the wherewithal to do that. Yeah, Hayden does Hayden lose the ball that, a lot. We need to rattle on quickly through a few okay, sorry. other yeah. points before we finish up. Forrest in yeah. the Cup on Wednesday... Do you? It seems a convenient time again for us to have an excuse not to go for it in the cups. Lineups wise, would you do a sort of weaker eleven? I think there's a few who need to start, sort of Murphy and Mitrovic, just to see yeah, what I other options say, we've I, got. I wouldn't necessarily call it a weaker eleven because I think that the players that I bring into replace less strong, them, just a different flavour. Yeah, like, I'd have Murphy instead of Atsu just to say, oh, Atsu, your position's not safe by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. If Aaron's is fit, maybe bring him on for Richie. Um, I'd start Hosselu or Mitrovic because I think Gale's not fit. Yeah. Um, I'd maybe, I know I've just said why we're not doing it, but I'd maybe play a 4-4-2 because I think Nottingham Forest are a weaker side despite the fact they're doing quite well in their league. Um, and I'd, I'd give maybe Gamers a go um, so that Manchino yeah, realises I think we need to rest safe. some defenders as well because we're already down. We're two down but already. We or three down. Like, at the centre-half position. Well, we've we got Grant really. Hanley. Yeah, but if we, if we play Grant Hanley in the cup, like he's... And I know he's not likely to go to, go to a side that's going to progress very far in the cup competitions. But you never know. Like, I don't know if that Grant would Hanley put them the off cup. him being cup-tied, but maybe. Yeah. Moving I mean, on from Grant Hanley be. quickly, because yeah. he seems to be one of a number of players we just can't shift. Is it just wages, the reason we can't sell players, do you think? Or do you think it's more about the ability of the people we have in, oh, board, in the boardroom? It's, it, it's, oh, uh, sorry, I thought you meant the ability of the players. No. The boardroom? Yeah. But then the deals that they want to strike are the deals that they're moaning that they have to strike. Yeah. So they're complaining that the players are all, uh, are, are costing an arm and a leg, but at the same time, they're going to be demanding five, six million for Grant Hanley. Well, according the to the Chronicle, Colback is on 70 grand a week. That's 20 grand a week more than Deli Alley at Spurs. And no one's going right. to match his wages. I would be staggered if that was an accurate reflection of how much he's actually on salary-wise. He might, he well, that might, might be including on... bonuses and everything because he was a free, wasn't he? So it could be a sort of signing on bonus. <laughs> yeah. And so if it, if it were, if I were Charlie or Barnes, I would be saying to a, a Premier League club or a championship club, um, this is the guy that, uh, you know, his contract, his current contract runs for a couple more years. We will cover like... 
20% of his wage now, and then next year we'll cover, like, if, like we'll cover blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, maybe 15% of his wage the year after until that, you know, till his contract with us runs it's out. It's the Adebayor clause that every team has yeah, basically I, I, play, paid for Adebayor after he's gone. The other reason I think we can't get rid of a lot of players compared to other clubs is it's a World yeah. Cup year coming up. But a lot of the players we're trying to get rid of aren't anywhere near their nationals. Like Jack Colback's not desperate for playing time to try and force his way into the England team. True. But don't you think that... Um, I mean, Grant Hanley's definitely going to be in the Scotland team. Are they in the World Cup? No, they're not in the World... Sorry, I'm, I'm conflating two issues there. Um, but yeah, he doesn't want to lose course, his like, place in the national Mode team. Arme is in or around the Senegalese squad. Yeah. Um, uh, CM de Jong is... He's played for know. Holland before, but it's, it's yeah, doubtful he'd get back in. But anyway, we should probably wrap that up. We were going to do Twitter questions. We might do that in the preview to next week's game. We'll so just quickly, what's later. your prediction for the Forest? Oh, of course, yeah. Forest... See, I sort of prefer the look of our second 11 to our first at the minute just within with Gale injured I think we're building a team around Gale and it's not working we're not doing the right sort of number 10 I think Mitrovic against Forest would probably score I think they might rest players as well 2-1 to us same question to you yeah I'll say um, yeah uh, we'll win 1-0 I think an accurate prediction might be an, a Rolando Aaron's wonder goal. Everybody thinking we're <laughs> fine for a winger now and then injured for the rest of the season. Yeah, in his celebration. Yeah, shot. Bang goes as a Achilles tendon. Yeah. Jumps onto CM De Young. You have to. When it happens all the time. Fool yeah. me nine times. Shame on me. I think with that one. Right, I think that's everything. So thanks very much for listening. And we'll be back on Friday, I believe, with a preview for the West Ham game at the weekend. So download that as well. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes as well, if you liked it. If you didn't, don't. you can't rate on iTunes if you don't like it. It's not possible. Anyway, thank you very much, Dave Watson. Cheers, Paul. And thank you. I've had a Fergus-style breakdown at the end. It's a very hot <laughs> yep. room. And yeah, thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> oh God, he's focused it. <laughs> this is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at thewhistleblowers.net. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.